You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Walk just as he walked is the title of this devotion. Here in 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, it says, He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Walking means the way you live every day. The Bible talks about walking the Spirit and do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It's the way you live every day. It's your mannerism. Paul would say to the leaders of the church of Ephesus when he met them in Melita there as he was on his way to Jerusalem for the day of Pentecost we read about in Acts 20 he says you know in what manner I've always lived among you you know my walk you, you know if, if somebody would ask you about Paul you go oh, yeah, yeah. and you, you talk about me because you know my walk I think that our walk ought to be obvious to people and any of us any of us can get ourselves a bad reputation because okay the way we walked was not wise the way we responded the way we acted our attitudes our passion our our, our emotions and and we produced a certain impression and you've caused yourself a bad reputation. And you can outlive your reputation if it's not right, as long as you change. But you can't outlive your reputation if you don't change your ways, if you don't change the way you walk. You know, I had in the beginning of our marriage, of course, we've been married now for 41 years, but in the beginning of our marriage, I had a walk about me that had a lot of temper in it. And it produced within Virginia a certain way by which he could cope with that and and handle that and after a little while it wasn't too long but still about two years or so the holy spirit began to pull up the mirror to me and began to make me conscious of the way i was behaving and maybe three years into the marriage and and as i became conscious and began to repent of the way that I had been maybe too temperamental, too quick to, to be harsh or so forth. And I became conscious of it and I began to change. I began to notice Virginia's way with me. And I went to the Lord in prayer and I said, Lord, look. And the Lord spoke to me instantly and said to me, eat your own harvest. And instantly, as he spoke it, I knew what he meant. You see, the Holy Spirit explains itself through the conscious knowledge he gives you when he speaks. I understood that the way I had been, that now I was repenting of, had produced a certain response in Virginia that I had caused. And it's kind of if you've sown yourself cabbages, but you're supposed to have potatoes. Okay, you then then you could complain, or you could just go to work and pull up all the cabbages and replow the land and sow potatoes and next season you will have potatoes but there will still be some cabbages because some of that needs the continual cleansing until it's finally gone 
and understood. I had produced the cabbages. Now, I couldn't say to her, why do you act this way to me? Well, I'm sorry, I, I repent, so why do you act? You know, folks, we can be so cruel. We produce a certain thing. It's like one man. He's in heaven now, so, and nobody knows who I'm talking about. One man, long, long time ago, he came to see me. What is it? Over 30 years ago. He came to see me with his wife, and as they walked up, I could see his wife's cheek was all swollen and red. And he said to me, Pastor, can you please help me because my wife won't forgive me. I said, well, my friend, I can see that this is not a manner of forgiveness, but a manner of healing. I said, did you strike her on the cheek? He said, yes, Pastor. I mean, we had an argument and I got so provoked that I just lashed out and, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry I did it and I begged her to forgive me and begged her to forgive me. And, and yes, he says he forgives me, but, but she doesn't. I said, son, she has, but you need to let her heal. And see, he was not eating his own harvest by being meek and gentle and patient and gracious and loving with her and thereby ministering healing and healing and restoration. Are you getting this? So I believe it is so important that the way we walk, the way we live every day becomes obvious that people can see that we're producing potatoes, so to speak, that our nature has changed, that our character has changed. And yes, you may still have one or two cabbages that weren't totally uprooted, but you immediately notice it. You go, no, I'm not going to walk like that anymore. No, I'm not going to behave like that anymore. No, I'm not going to act like that anymore. No, that's the old me. No. And you immediately get rid of it. You immediately take account of it and say, yeah, I, I know I responded that way, but I repent of that. I will not live that way anymore. And you consistently, consistently, consistently keep at what I'm showing you. You will outlive a bad reputation over time. But it takes time sometimes. It takes time. You need to give it time. Now, Genesis chapter 5 Verse 21, I'll read to you. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God <coughs> took him. You see, friends, there is a walk that shows we love God. We are like Him. There's a walk that shows who we love, what we love. There is a way of living that shows who we love. It's kind of like what Joshua said in chapter 24 of Joshua. He said, me and my house shall serve the Lord. And then Israel said to him, well, we will serve the Lord. He said, you cannot serve the Lord. <coughs> and they said, why can we not serve the Lord? He said, because you have idols and you won't put them away. And they said, no, we'll serve the Lord. So we'll put away the idols. And he said, well, if you don't put them away, you cannot serve the Lord. So they put away all the idols and they chose to follow Joshua and his walk with God. For Joshua, that was an obvious sign 
that he loved the Lord, that he would not have any graven images according to the commandment of the law in his household. And he would not have it in his house. He would not have it in his house. He would not. No. It's kind of like what David said in Psalm 101 verse 2. How I long to walk a blameless path, especially in my own home, Lord, why I need your help. <coughs> Excuse my cough. And then he began to describe what were the passions that he would not have people in his house who gossiped about others and tore other people down. And that he would not have people serve him who were harsh and cruel to others. And he describes the things that he wouldn't tolerate in his house because it did not represent what he lived for. He lived to please God. He lived to do what's right in God's sight. And Enoch walked with God. What was it about Enoch's walk <clears throat> that was so pleasing with God? It says it right here in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and he was not found because he had, because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What a reward that Enoch had, that God took him and he didn't see that. But what was it so pleasing? He completely relied, depended, surrendered all of himself completely to God. And this is what I want to lay before you before I close this devotion. It's from Proverbs chapter 3. Starting at verse, uh, let's start at verse 3 of Proverbs 3. Let not mercy and kindness, shutting out all hatred, selfishness, and truth, shutting out all deliberate hypocrisy and falsehood, forsake you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Let not mercy and kindness You know, and I talk about this with you because to me it is something I notice all the time and for which I am beyond measure grateful that while it didn't come overnight and it didn't come easy, Virginia and I, in all the 41 years of marriage, have grown a oneness together where we harmonize in mercy and truth. That's where we find the joining, the connection in mercy and truth, in, in honesty, uprightness, sincerity, no, no corruption, no deceit, no thoughts that we have under the carpet, so to speak, that are contrary. No, 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 no. And mercy, harsh judgments. No, no, no. We meet in mercy. We meet in, okay, well, let's pray for them. Well, let's keep believing for them. Well, let's love them. Well, let's just clear the record. Let's just forgive freely. Let's pardon. Let's hold no thoughts against them. That's mercy and truth. And that's where we join. And that's where we meet. And that's where we live. And that holds our house in order. And he said, let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them about your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Bind them around your neck. Wear it as what makes you feel, what makes you feel lovely is the mercy, the kindness, the truth, 
the honesty, the uprightness, sincerity. You can look people in the eyes and you have no guile, you have no deceit about your nature. He says, so shall you find favor. Enoch had favor with God, he pleased God. So shall you find favor and good understanding and high esteem in the sight uh, and in the sight of God and of man. Again, so as mercy and truth are constantly the, the flavor of your nature, so shall you find favor, good understanding and high esteem in the sight or judgment of God and man. Lean on, here comes, trust in and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding, but in all of your ways, know, recognize and acknowledge Him. He will direct and make straight and plain your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Keep saying, Lord, my eyes are on you. I trust you to show me what to do. Reverently fear and worship the Lord. Turn entirely away from evil and it shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow moisture to your bones. Honor the Lord with your capital, with the sufficiency from righteous labor and with the first, first fruits of all your income. For so shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your fat shall overflow with new wine. Oh my goodness, it's just all so wonderful to think about these thoughts, folks. I want to charge you in the Lord. Live in that pleasure of your Father. Walk as He walks. Live as He lives. Think as He thinks. Talk as He talks. Let all that you are and say and do represent your loving Father who is in heaven. Let all men see the walk of your life is to represent Him. Jesus did not come to represent Himself, but the Father. And that is all that He lived for that the Father may become visible in Him. I believe that is the whole purpose why we exist, that our loving Heavenly Father and His Son, through His Son, Jesus Christ, might become visible in us and that we all may share His life and love with one another and that the world may know that there is a true living God because He lives in us. Amen. Have a good day.